What spiritual things can a husband do to help his wife have an easier labor? First of all, there is something that the Rebbe says in letters that a, uh, this can be even throughout the time of the pregnancy, that the husband should say, Kapitel Chaf, after Kriyashma Shalamita, before Hamapil, he should say, Kapitel Chaf Lamnatseach Yancha, the 20th chapter of Tehillim, and then the second pasuk, Yan Chashem Bioim Tzora Yisagev Chashem Elikei Yaakov. After he finishes the whole thing, he should say over the second pasuk, and have in mind that it should be together with all the kavanas that there are, whatever kavanas exist that I don't know. It should be. It should go up with it. So again, every night after Krishna Shalamita, before Hamapil, say chapter twenty of Tilim, then repeat. The second pasuk, Yan Hashem having in mind that it should be with whatever kavanas that uh, was what that were meant to be had. So that's something which isn't necessarily in the end of the pregnancy. That's throughout the pregnancy, from the beginning of the pregnancy. Another minhag that there is, that there were times that the Rebbe did say to do it, and I'll tell you an interesting thing about this. Um, was Psicha Saaren, opening the Aaron Kodesh whenever there's Kriya Torah. Now there's letters that the Rebbe writes about doing it, doing it specifically in the seventh or the eighth month or the ninth month, etc. Um, when they published a booklet about all the customs of pregnancy and birth, so he asked the Rebbe, there seems to be a contradiction here. If one does this, then it seems to be to make it more public and to make more publicity, and there's other places that we say you should try to hide it. I said to Rebbe, how do we deal with this? And the Rebbe said to take this out totally, which implied that the Rebbe was telling them that this is only a hayra, it's only a directive for certain people, but it wasn't hayra le-rabim, wasn't a public directive. So this idea of psicha is not necessarily minik chabad that one has to do. Probably can't hurt. But it's uh, just to know that it's not, even though there were times the Rebbe did say it, but that was a private uh, directive for the person the Rebbe said it. But as a general rule, it's not necessarily something that has to be done. Okay, now, with regards to some things that the Rebbe was very strong about, are the following. First of all, from the time of labor until after the birth, including when the child is young, a young baby. There should be shira malis all the time. The shira malis of Tilim, um, near all the places where the baby and the mother are. So in the hospital, it should be in the room covered with a double covering because of tznias, because of the holiness of the holy words. So it should be covered with a double covering. And... Um, Later on, it should be there all the time as something to guard over both the mother and the newborn baby. In addition to the guarding over the mother and the newborn baby, the Rebbe very strongly wants that as soon as a baby comes into the world, he should be surrounded with holy letters, with the holy letters of the Aleph Beis and the holy letters of Shira Malis. There's also a custom by Chassidim, and I believe that there was even... Uh, uh, directives from the Rebbe about it have a picture of the Rebbe some people want to have a dollar of the Rebbe others want to have uh, um, 
uh, other things from the Rebbe in order to, to some 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 ideas is even to have a mezuzah. The Rebbe did tell some people as shmira one of the things when there's a need for necessity to have a mezuzah, but again that should be covered with a double covering. And once again, this isn't a general directive, but the general directive that the Rebbe was very strong about is the idea of shira malis having it. Even in the labor room, even as soon as the delivery, as soon as the labor and the delivery, there should be that shiramalis, whether the woman has it under her under her pillow or whether she has it on her bed, etc. But it has to be covered with a double covering at the time. Another thing which is very important is that the husband should not be present in the room from the time that she becomes tummy, which means generally from when she goes into active labor. At that time, the husband should not be in the room at all. And the Rebbe, in fact, even emphasizes it. Even if he says, I'll be in the room, but I'm going to turn around, he should specifically go out of the room. And the Rebbe says that in the schus of that, <coughs> that he's leaving the room, that will bring to an easy and good labor, etc., because he's behaving in a way of tzni, because they're behaving in a way of tznis. So that's a very strong point, the husband leaving the room. There is another uh, a point which comes from during the birth of the Rebbe Maharash. Tzemach Tzedek said the following, and the Rebbe brings it as something that everyone should say. That means in the time, during the time of active labor, Kapitel Aleph, Beis Gimel Dalit, 1, 2, 3, 4, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 33, 47, 72, 86, 90, 91, 104, 112, 113, till the end of Tillam. So again, Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Dalid, Chaf, Chaf Aleph, Chaf Beis, Chaf Gimel, Chaf Dalid, Lamed Gimel, Mem Zayin, Ayin Beis, Pei Vav, Tzadik, Tzadik Aleph, Kuf Dalid, Kuf Yud Beis, Kuf Yud Gimel, till the end of Tillam. That is something which is also a very important thing, which is also a zgula for easy labor and for good labor. So those are some general things. There may be more things, but those are from especially the general rules that the Rebbe himself wanted publicized, especially the Shira Malis not being in the room and saying this Kapitlach of Tilim. Uh, just while mentioning an idea of a zgula for an easy labor, although this is not exactly the same, but it's connected, and so I'll mention this here as well. When a person is going through any medical procedure, uh, a major medical intervention, such as a surgery or the like, which would apply also if a woman is taking is having a cesarean, so she could plan in advance which day it should be, one should take care as much as possible that it shouldn't happen from Wednesday onwards. And if it does have to happen Wednesday, that it shouldn't happen Thursday or Friday. In other words, it should happen as far away from Shabbos as possible. And again, the Rebbe says that in the merit of doing this, which is keeping Shabbos properly, the person will merit that it should be successful. So to do everything possible, when possible, to keep it if at all possible, before Wednesday, but at least not on Thursday and certainly not on Friday, in order to avoid the idea of Chilil Shabbos or even the idea of being 
disjointed when it comes Shabbos.